What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another week of Let's Talk Ball. Brent, what's up, my guy? What's up, Mal? How's everybody doing out there? Yeah, man. I'm glad. Glad to uh, have you guys back. Glad you guys are tuning in for another week. Uh, right now, we are waiting for uh, our guy, PV, to join. You know, we're trying to get in contact with him, but... If he joins in, then he'll join in with us. If not, then you know, we know he sends his regards. You know, we we we're all busy. You know, we all have things going on. So, you know, no, no. He's been going. He's been going through a lot too, Val. You said, huh? He's been going through a lot up there. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, not to put his business, but he had a death and things like that. So I know PV been going through a lot. So y'all yeah. send him prayers his way and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we always we always get each other in our prayers, man. We always uh, want the best for everybody. Hope everybody is doing well in their uh, in their areas because we are in three different areas. You know, people like uh, people's in New York. I don't know if we talk about it. Brennan, you're in the Nova area. Yes, sir. You know, me and I'm in the seven five seven. You know, saying Chesapeake, Virginia, Portsmouth. You know, so you know, it's just always good to check in and know that you guys are good. You know what I'm saying? So. With that being said, you know, our housekeeping is always God is good. We like to thank him for uh, putting us in this position to be where we are now, you know, to do what we want to do, which is talk ball, you know, and uh, Black Lives Matter is always bring that to the forefront. As I say every week, as we say every week, um, RIP to all the countless lives that is lost. Uh, prayers to the, the, uh, the family of Breonna Taylor. Um, we didn't we didn't uh talk last week. We didn't get together. Um, but um the verdict came out and it was just it was we knew what was gonna happen, but we hoped for the best. <laughs> you know, so it was We knew the outcome, but we wanted to be wrong. You know, you know, in, in, in simpler words. You know, so again, let just throwing prayers out there to that family. And everybody else that is that 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 may be going through a situation right now. So, um, all right. Well, let's get started. Let's get started for the day. Uh, we're gonna start off in the NBA. You know, um, let's let's talk about this now. Delonte West. Um, within I say, was it earlier this year or maybe uh later last year? There was a video that uh surfaced of uh, Delonte West, he wasn't doing too good. Um, reports were saying that he was homeless. He uh, was off his medication and everything. Um, he was just down bad, down bad. And uh, people in the league were, uh, like, rumors were going around saying that guys were going to help him out, and people have done this and done that. They've tried to reach out, but, you know, to no avail, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, most recently, what was it, last week or earlier, what, Sunday or Monday, I think it was, um, Mark Cuban met him, met Delonte West at a gas station in Dallas, and he uh, convinced him to get into rehab, and now he's checked into rehab, and he's doing well. He's in contact with, uh, Delonte West is, he's in contact with his mom and uh, his family and everything, so. We're uh, sending sending our prayers out and well wishes to Delonte West because that was a talent that was uh, that was lost in the sauce. You know, he was one of the ones that got uh, yeah, they got lost, man. So again, thanks thanks to Mark Cuban. You know, 
thank you to him for uh, reaching out to Delonte. That's that's amazing. Glad, glad. Well, hope we see him get back on his feet. Yeah, you know? man, it's 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 tough because you never really know what somebody's going through, and kind of Delonte West just kind of fell off. You know, he was in the league one minute, and then he ended up kind of losing his way. And you know, mental health is an important thing that especially with uh, black men, we don't really talk about a lot. So I'm glad, you know, Mark Cuban was there. Um, and I know Delonte West is probably really prideful. So in his mind, he probably didn't want to necessarily seek help um, and get help. So I'm glad that um, I'm glad that he, he finally got the help that he needs. And, you know, he got, he, you know, his mom got in contact with him. So I'm, you know, I'm happy for him and I hope everything works out. And I'm glad Mark Cuban reached out and I know, you know, Doc Rivers is trying to reach out, so you know it's good yeah. to hear that he finally checked into rehab because we don't nobody really knew what it was a, you know, it was kinda people were joking at first and you know, we never really knew how serious it was until you know they they came out with that story. So I'm glad that he went and got help and he's in rehab now. So Yeah, yeah. Uh next we have uh LaMelo Ball, Lavar. Um well let's start with Lavar, you know. Surprised uh, not surprised, but uh, kind of funny hearing LeVar Ball now because he was always always the loud mouth. You always had a story on LeVar, but ever since Lonzo didn't didn't pan out like he thought he was gonna pan out, you know, things are a little things are a little different. You know, so he's kinda uh faded away, fading to the shadows and LaMelo is now about to be drafted and I personally feel like this young man is ready because at, at first I was a little skeptical about him. You know, I didn't really feel like he'd really be doing crazy because of his play style for in the past. But when I watched him overseas in Australia, the he grew mentally. You know, certain certain things, certain uh certain moves, not moves, certain shots he would uh he would take when they were needed. I didn't see him jacking up deep threes like I like I thought he would. You know, how how most young guys do now, they just pull up from deep. He was literally being a facilitator. And he was he was out there working magic, you know. So I can't wait to see how his game transitions to the uh, NBA. But he did uh, announce that he was going to skip the combine. I don't, I didn't, I didn't look into why, but I actually wanted to see him go up against everybody else. So that'll be interesting to see when uh, when that time comes, what Lamelo Ball will do in the NBA. I want to know where he gets drafted. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's um, so I mean. LeVar, like we said, he he's loud, but you know, all three sons are going to be in the NBA. Um, it's interesting to see. You know, you got um Lonzo who signed with Clutch. Um yeah, I think LaMelo will end up signing with them too. So it's interesting. I think LeVar kind of realized his sons are their games are progressing. Um, even even LeAngelo, he's on the press squad for OKC. So I think, you know, LeVar took a step back. He made the statement, but um LaMelo knows kind of he has to have his own voice, and I think he's kind of getting there. And because mm-hmm. they went through the whole controversy, controversy with his uh, Lavar's friend and um, all of that, I think that that made him take a step back, and that made the kids realize kind of we need to have our own voice. I mean, he re- he um, he he withdrew after the um, the media session. Um, they said that a lot of teams were confused. Um. So it's it's they said it's just not very it's it's unheard of and it's not common when you're supposed to be the number one pick. I think he he'll be fine. The combine is not going to make or break him. 
So I don't think yeah. he's that big of a deal. I think, you know, the media needs something. But, you know, he, he should be the number one pick. Like you said, this game has evolved. He's also, I think, he may be 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six now. Um, so his game has evolved into where he's he's starting to see the floor. You know, Mount, my guy PV just joined in. So Yeah, we see him. We see him. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Hey, so, what's good, y'all? My, uh, my transmission blew out, so I, I apologize for being You good. <laughs> Oh, oh no, you, you good, good, brother. You good. You good bro. I know. I told him I was like, PV probably busy or something happened. Um, hey, hey, yeah. like we say, y'all, we all got things going on, you know what I'm saying? And as y'all see, my boy is back, you know what I'm saying? So we good to go. So, you know good. Um, good on so about, I mean, about him and his game, he, he just kind of, I think he's the game slowing down for him. When he was a young kid, he was, he was always small. And I think he, LeVar made him grow up a little too fast, even when he was in Lithuania. If you watch the documentary, it wasn't for him. I think he got pushed out too soon. So I think yeah. now he um his game's growing. He's understanding and I mean he's like six six now. So he's gonna be the best. I, I felt since he was younger and he always played up, he's gonna be the best brother. So we're gonna kind of see. But I, I still think he'll be the number one pick. Um but Anthony Edwards will make that kind of will make that interesting depending on how how well his combine goes. So Yeah. Yeah, Pete, we were just uh we were just we had just finished talking about Delonte West and his little situation. And then um we, okay. we were just finishing up uh LaMelo ball right when you popped in. So, you know, you got any uh got any uh thing to say on okay. LaMelo? Uh saying he's open to play anywhere despite LeVar saying that uh the Warriors pick him, uh he wouldn't fit there, you know what I'm saying? So you get got anything to add to that? I think I think LeVar should have um you know, learn from from Lonzo, like the LA situation. He forced that on on the Lakers. He was saying, "Yeah, he's the he's the future of the LA Lakers." He didn't end up being there. You know, he's struggling in New Orleans as well. And I feel like Lebron Le- just got to let his his kids play. It's too much pressure on on them because of the things he goes and says on talk shows, radio shows, etc. He's a media guy, and I get it. He's trying to build his brand with uh with Triple Bs, but at the same time, you got to make you got to make your kids. You know, choose their own route and let them do what they do. It's too much added pressure. So I feel like um, Lamelo. I feel like he would actually fit with the Warriors the way that they um, the way that they play. He can actually play in that in that in that up tempo uh, up tempo type of offense. The only thing the Warriors are really missing is a big. They got you know Steph, Clay can get pushed to the three. You can trade a Dub. You could trade Andrew Wiggins and send them somewhere for a big. Our future draft picks, and you know, you know they're gonna make noise in free agency. So I feel like Lamelo would be a good fit there, even though I don't think they're gonna go that route. If Anthony Edwards is still there at number two, I think they're gonna take him. I think I think that fits better than the, than Lamelo. But with that being said, Lamelo can't yeah. play. But I, I think the space. Timberwolves are gonna take him no matter what because the Timberwolves have the first pick. So I think they're gonna. And the Timberwolves definitely need a guard. Right. Yeah. They definitely need a point. But also, I think I think yeah, that's true. They got D'Lo though. I think they could play off. I feel like they can yeah, play they off can. each other. I'm not, you know, we got to see, though. But I think Anthony Edwards could fit with the Warriors because they need another a wing stopper. You see what I'm saying? Um, they got, He plays great defense. Yeah. Right. And he, he's, his offensive game, like I saw him when he was um, – when he came up to the math for the – he's in high school. I saw him play, and then I saw him play at USA. He His game is developing. He's strong. He's going to play defense first. And I think the Warriors need that. They have Willie Cauley-Stein, I think. He's gonna be okay. He's just a normal big. Um, I think I don't know. They may try to go. They're talking about they're trying to go get Giannis. So we're gonna we're gonna see what the Warriors do. But I think 
I think Anthony Edwards would fit in with them too as well. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's move into uh, next one real quick. Uh, Candace Parker. Candace Parker. Her career has been nothing short of amazing. Uh, her with with the injuries she's had over her career, and then for her to get back, bounce back to where she is now, is amazing. You know what I'm saying? I commend her. You know, shouts out to her. But uh, she was just named the defensive MVP, but she didn't make first team nor second team all defense. So the media sucks at voting. I'm t- they, they suck. Like LeBron said, they. I, I'm I'm so tired of like, and you know I don't ha- I can't really talk about them, but I'm like yo like y'all really are bad. Y'all consistently get it wrong in both leagues. That's the only thing I thought about when I saw that. I was like, yo, they got it wrong again. Just like LeBron, just like LeBron, you know with the, him not making an all ahead, team. Like, getting it wrong. So, you know, it's the, it's gonna be the same thing in the finals too. LeBron can average a triple double, and they're gonna give it to AD because he's gonna average more points. They, excuse me, they do that every year. So whoever averaging the most points on the winning team is that's who's gonna get the uh, finals MVP. Regardless if LeBron averaging a triple double or not, that's what's going to end up happening because the media don't want to see it happen. See, see the media they that's they 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 starting with the uh, the All Star voting when they when they let the media and the fans getting the getting voting for the All Stars and people who deserve it. It's like you're gonna keep picking your fan favorites and not people that actually deserve All Stars, and it 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 it, right. it it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't have the uh. For the WNBA, I don't have the list of the uh, first and second team, but it's just the it, it, it's it's plain to see if you're going to vote her as the defensive MVP of the whole league. How do you have four people? Because she plays the four and the five. How do you have four people <laughs> ahead of her, and she's the MVP <laughs> defensively? I don't. It, it, it like it's literally right there for you to just pick. Boom, she's first team. If you're not going to do first team. For whatever reason, whatever she has to be second. There's, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. You know, it, it's, it's without it's, doubt, it has to change. But it probably, it'll probably never change. Nope. You know, you know. So it's just, a, it, it's, it's one of the things that we'll have to live with. You know, and uh, getting to it right now, the biggest news around the NBA, and it just came out probably what 10, 15 minutes ago. Doc Rivers. Uh, has signed, not signed, but he's agreed to uh, coach the 76ers in Philadelphia. Um, uh, right. I, I don't think, I personally don't think it's worth it. Um, I think they need a guy that's a little bit more tougher than Doc Rivers. Not saying, excuse me, Doc was soft and guys walked over him, but the, the Sixers needed a guy that was respectable and they got him, but they also need a developer. And I don't know if Doc Rivers can develop Ben Simmons into be any more than what he is right now. I feel like Doc will just enable him to keep doing that, and then just hope, and, and then just hope he can get some pieces in there because Doc, really, in my opinion, hasn't been the same since uh, since Rondo, since he left Rondo and uh, Paul Pierce and the Celtics. You know, it's just Doc hasn't been the same. You know, he he, he really needs three three solid solid guys on the team. Well. He had that in L.A. with the Clippers, and then he ended up failing. So, 
I mean, I don't know. I just I, I I didn't see Doc Rivers going to the Sixers. I didn't see him getting a job this early. I will. I actually uh, expected him to go to Houston before uh, Philadelphia. Anyway, that was my pick. I had him going to Houston. I I'll say this about that. Um, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. They didn't have a lot of options. They had him, Dan Tony, or Ty Lue. So t- Ty Lue's gonna. And they stay had Van Gundy too, though. Yeah, Ty, but I, I think Van Gundy wants to stay in broadcasting. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think he's too pressed. And I think Ty Lue's gonna be the the Clippers head coach. So I feel like they didn't have a lot of options. I feel like Doc is the best to help Ben Simmons and Joel and B get over the hump. To be honest with you, I think that Doc can help them maybe take the next because the east the east is not the west so i feel like maybe maybe it might he might he might be good for what philly needs we're gonna see like we said we don't know how is it how is it gonna go dan tony's gonna end up in indiana tyloo's gonna end up taking the um he's gonna take the clippers job and then probably van gundy or somebody it's gonna be interesting van gundy probably takes the houston job that's what i think that's the only place I see that him see Van Gundy going is Houston. You know, he coached T Mac there. That's the only place I think he'll go back to to come out of uh broadcast yeah. and going back to the bench. The only place. But I like I like the Doc Rivers hire for Philly. It's anything at this point is gonna be an upgrade <laughs> That's what I was Brett Brown. And and Doc Rivers has championship pedigree, although that was ten plus years ago, he still has the DNA. He knows what it takes to win. Um but I still think I still think they need they need pieces in Philly. They don't have the right people around Joel Embiid. I don't think the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid tandem is, is long-term. It's like I really don't. They can't trade for any of them because they both got crazy contracts. It's four with crazy contracts. Right. It's him, Al Horford, Tobias, yeah. and Joel Embiid. So you got to pick who you – which if you can get right. some, try to get some. But, I don't. I mean, you got to see. I, I just don't – I don't think Brett Brown – I don't think he had it. I don't think the guys respected him. The guys are going to respect Dallas, like PB said, even though he he has a ring. It's hard to win a ring. We Sometimes as fans and even in the media, they take it for granted like guys winning. He won a ring regardless of when he won it. He still won the ring. So I feel like he walks in the door and he has that respect, even from Elton Brand as well. So right. that, should be, that should be good. So I'm interested to see. Okay, okay. Well, let's move on, you know, to the final the final topic in the NBA. Um, the finals, the NBA finals uh, took place yesterday. You want to talk about, Je- you want to talk about Jeremy Grant first? Or you want to go to the NBA finals? Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Jeremy Grant. Um, this, this, this can actually lead into the Lakers. Um, Jeremy Grant is opting, uh, possibly opting out of his contract with the Denver Nuggets. And uh, me personally, I feel like when I saw LeBron and AD talking to him, I felt like LeBron was giving him a pep talk like he normally does the young guys. But I also feel like he was recruiting him. It was like, hey, you can come on over here. And I feel like that'll be a mean pickup. They get Jeremy Grant. That to me, to me, that solidifies what I feel like they've been they've been needing. A big like him that can stretch the floor and knock the three down consistently. He can he can shoot it a little bit better than Kuz. And also I feel like if they do if if they do pursue Jeremy Grant, I feel like Kuz or Kuz if, if Kuz stays, um, I feel like that'll take some pressure off of him too. So then he just go out there and just score at least 10, 12, and then he'll have another crazy night like he like he may have. You know, so that 
that'll be interesting for me. I I like Jeremy Grant on the Lakers. He fits. It's um another DMV guy, you know, kind of make them come. They come out of nowhere. He um he he definitely helped his stock. It's going to be interesting to see because in the free agent market, I think he's going to look for like fourteen to fifteen million dollars is what they said um per year. So if he comes up, like Kuzma has to go, um, because that takes Kuzma minutes now. Malcolm, what I'll say for him, where he'll help them out, he'll be another kind of wing defender that can switch a lot too as yeah. well. Um, I think he'll help them there. So I think if he comes, Kuzma has to leave. The other one would be um, Victor Oladipo as well, but we don't need to talk about him. But they they just need one more guy. You know, we forget Avery Bradley. They're doing it without Avery. So I think yeah. it'd be I'm, – I'm, I'm happy for Jeremy Grant. Um, I think he, he improved his stock. That's what it's all about. So we're going to see what teams um, – Throw money at him, you know. It could be the Rockets, you know. I can see the Rockets throwing him fifteen to twenty million a year, you know, and things like that. So he's looking for that fourteen, fifteen million dollar range. I think he's going to get it. I'm going to be happy for him, but we're, it's going to be interesting to see where he where he goes in free agency. Yeah, um, he definitely he definitely improved his stock. I don't know if it was enough consistently over the over the course of the bubble though. It was only one series he did that against the Lakers, you feel me? I feel like Michael Porter Jr. is more of an asset than he is, so Denver's not gonna mind letting him walk. You feel me? Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. is gonna be better than Jeremy Grant when it's all said and done. So he's gonna move into that role and they still have Tory Craig. So it's not like it's not like Denver's gonna miss him. They're just they're they're banking on Michael Porter Jr. being that guy. So I think Jeremy Grant um he, you know, he did what he had to do to, to get his money, and I think he's he's gonna get it. I don't see LA going after him though. I, I feel like LA, if they win the chip, they bring him back. They whole squad. There's no reason to change anything else. Uh, I can I can I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, I just I, I just like Jeremy for the rebounding aspect. He doesn't have to score crazy. But right. Like, like you said, Brendan, um, wing defender. You know, he'll he'll. He'll he'll get that clutch bucket real quick, the clutch put back, you know, you know, just little small things like that, you know. But let's move into the uh, the finals. Move into it. Talk. Start off with the Lakers. Uh, I was I was pleased with what I saw, you know, when when uh, me and Brendan were talking about it earlier. Um, when they when the what's it Miami went up thirteen. At that point, they took the timeout. I said that that was very much needed because they had to wake up. It was time to really – I wasn't say that well, – not to say they were in trouble, but it was one of those you you need to you, you need to start hitting now and you need to just play play your game. Let's all just do that. And then we'll see. And then later on, as we saw, that they'll fizzle out. And they did very quickly, very quickly. Um. I like I like AD's aggression, you know. I also feel like they have to stop throwing those lobs up there because I saw a couple times AD was landing crazy. They gonna try and kill that man out there, like those lobs from half court. You got guys like Tyler, Tyler Harrell trying to box him out so he can't get the ball. He's still trying to jump. You got people under him. It's just a little safety has. I be me personally. That, that that I'm just I'm just nervous on on him because he is a little fragile. You know he is known to have a lot of injuries. Um, all in all, it was it was good. Um, Danny Green got to hit some shots. That's that's getting out of hand now. That's he hit some last now. night, Malcolm. 
Look, look. Well, that's all you hit, need, though. He hit, he hit two, I believe. A two or three. That's all you need, it, though. And he going to play defense. Hey, that's 66, that's 66%, yeah. though. And that's why niggas on call with Pope back now because they're like, oh, yeah, he's shooting 57% for three. He did it for one series. You you need one of them two to hit in, in every series, yeah. and you'll be fine. And and, and 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 luckily KCP was playing good ball yesterday. Danny Green, Danny Green, he also Danny Green also gets cooked on defense. It's also why I say uh, talk about Danny. Danny Danny need Danny a little old. He ain't got like he used to. Danny Danny used to stay in front of people. Now is he on their back hip? You know. So I I I, I like Danny. You know, he just got to be more consistent. You know, but. He was um, shooting, 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 shooting wise. He has to be consistent. But um, I saw him go uh, drive to the lane a couple times, dish it off. He hit a couple floaters that were that were very nice. Um, was Kuz? I mean, yeah, like the Lakers in general were just playing well. They just had to keep that intensity from the start of the tip off until the until uh, the clock says zero. You know, but right now with Miami having the the injuries that they have, you know, it's kind of like. Who knows what you're gonna get now? This, this 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 actually may turn into a sweep if they're not fully healthy. So, you know, I'll let y'all go on that one. So I got. Yeah, I mean, I I'll keep it short. I mean, the, the Lakers look good. I mean, we we I thought it'd be competitive. I didn't think it would go like that, but I think LeBron's on a mission right now. He's not playing any games. AD kind of understands. They just kind of want to get out the bubble at this point. I feel like they're going to really try to. And now that they saw that Bam really can't do anything when you got two, three bigs thrown at him. Bam, nobody can guard AD, and that's the mismatch that is making everything go crazy. Um, They won't shoot like that again, but defensively, the Lakers, I mean, they rotated like, they rotated really well in the first half. I don't really, I didn't really watch the fourth quarter. I know Kendrick Nunn got going, but I'm not too worried about that going forward. Um, The Lakers, it kind of are who we thought they are. You know, they, they came out and they got down 13, and Scott Vogel well, I say Scott. I mean Frank Vogel. He he's been he's been a great coach all the whole playoffs. His adjustments have been crazy. So you know Rondo came in, did what he had to do. Dwight, you know Dwight made a presence in the middle. Bam, kind of found that he's not as he's not a grown man like he thinks he is. So you know things like that. And so you know like, I'm just I'm, I'm I want to see what Eric Spoelstra is going to do in Game Two. So that's pretty much my take on it. Are you good, Brendan? Yeah, good? Good, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. I'm the same way. I thought it was gonna be competitive too. I thought it was gonna be a seven game series. Um. Prior to the injuries that um you know Bam sustained, and then Goran Dragic as well. They said Goran he tore his uh his plantar fasciitis, so he, he done, might not dog. be coming back at all. Yeah, he done. So um this series may may go five at the most for me. I don't even. It might not go five. It might get swept, but it's going no more than five. So. I think that um, Miami going in didn't have a great chance. Now they they have an even worse chance. It would take Jimmy to go for 30, 30 and 40 every game, Tyler Hero to have that game that he had. And then, you know, the Lakers did not shoot the ball well at all, shooting 30% from three or 40% from the field. It would take something like that. And that's exactly what uh, Miami needs. But as far as, the series is, is going no more than five, man. So you, everybody might as well crown them right now. The only thing we have left to see is to see who's going to win finals MVP. Yeah. You know, it pretty much sums it up. You know, 
like like you said, we we all thought it was going to be a little bit more competitive going into it, but then with the but with the injuries that have happened, you know, it's kind of just like yeah, who knows what's going to happen now, right? You know? Well, uh, let's move into the uh, NFL. You know, switch uh, switch sports. Um, I'll let you guys go ahead and start off on the week three review. You know, from teams. Um, just who stood out to you guys? You know, who's 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 destined to probably make some noise leading to the playoffs? It's early, you know, mm-hmm. just off the off the first look, you know, because I've been just I've been truly depressed. You yeah, know, I've been I've, I've been, been keeping in and out, but I've been just I've been too depressed. So I'll let you guys go, and then I'll piggyback off what you guys said. So, um, I'll start. I'll go with the AFC. Um, Patrick Mahomes, they. They look, you know, they are who we thought they are. They looked really good um, against Baltimore. Not much to say about that game. Um, Baltimore just looked outcoached and looked kind of timid in that game. I wasn't. It was kind of. It was very confusing. But I don't know. I don't know what Baltimore is going to do going forward. Um, I don't think teams fear them. I think they miss Earl Thomas more than they thought they would, um, especially on that defense. Uh, let's see. The Patriots look good. Uh, they oh, we oh, kind of oh, manhandled oh. The, the Raiders. I thought the Raiders would give us more of a game. You know, Cam looked okay, not great. The defense played well um, as well. I'll go to the NFC. Um, uh, um, real quick, Brendan, real quick. Uh, when when you mentioned the Ravens, I forgot. They had just paid that boy Mar- Marlon yeah. Humphrey. He got five paid. years, $98, million extension. Yeah, he got he got paid. He he just got paid. So that's um, you know, yeah, that's crazy. Um, let's see, we had the um the Seahawks. The Seahawks looked good. Dallas made the game, but once again, Dallas did Dallas things. Um, the secondary looks awful. Um, it's just barbecue chicken back there. DK Metcalf doesn't. (laughs) And I said Trayvon Diggs, but I don't want to get into him. I told people he was trash. I I just think that the Cowboys. I don't know why they thought Mike McCarthy would make that big of a difference. Um, if Trayvon Diggs does knock the ball out of Metcalf's hands, they lose by two touchdowns. So my take on that, um, let's see who else. The San Francisco, they surprised me because they had so many people injured and they still manhandled the, the Giants the way that they did. Now, I'm not saying that the Giants are good, but the way they manhandled the Giants was very interesting to me. They looked good as well. Oh, you had another game. You had the um the Rams and the Bills. That was a good game right there. I watched that one up and down game. Um, I thought the Rams would pull it out. The pass interference call kind of kind of turned that game. So Buffalo looks good, decent. I got to see him play somebody else to kind of see. Uh, um, Chicago, Chicago didn't look great, but they were playing the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons are. I don't know how Dan Quinn has a job today. If I could be that bad at my job, Quinn been there entirely too damn long. I could be that bad at my job, PB and Malcolm two weeks in a row and still have a job. That's like showing up hour and a half late two weeks in a row. If I could do that and still have a job, I mean, I, I would, I would love it. Um, the Colts dominated, but the Jets aren't good. Um, Tampa Bay going to the NFC. Tampa Bay looked good, again, but Denver's not very good. Some of these teams are just bad. Yeah. Um. Green Bay, Green Bay looks good. It's full of injuries this year, yeah, man. Like it's crazy, like season-ending injuries. Yeah, season-ending. Um, Green Bay, they won without their two, their two, their their best receiver. So, although that was pretty interesting too. A Rod looked good, and then um, that's pretty much kind of my take on it. So, it was interesting though. Detroit beat the the Cardinals, which was an upset for me. So, 
Um, that's kind of my take on week three in the NFL. Short and sweet. Yeah, my biggest that. take um, is my Texans are zero and three, and yeah. it's, it's not even it's not even a surprise to me because you trade you trade our argue, arguably best best player on the team, and and get basically nothing for him. You got a uh, a running back that we didn't need in David Johnson, but you're you're trading a prime wide receiver, and you're giving it to a team a young team, and obviously you see what he's done for Arizona. They could easily be sitting at three and zero right now. We're sitting at zero and three. So, ago, I don't know why he has, you know, the power and authority to make roster changes. He can barely coach the team as it is, so he should have never had that leeway to begin with. He's got to go. I've never liked him. He doesn't fit what the he 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 doesn't fit what Deshaun Watson can do. He doesn't utilize all of his talents, and I feel like we're gonna use we're gonna waste his his prime years playing around with Bill O'Brien, so he's got to go. That was my biggest take from week three. But um, piggybacking off of what Brendan said, um, the Ravens need another piece. They need another receiver. They can't just rely on Hollywood Brown. I know he's a deep threat. He could take the top off the defense, but they need a possession receiver. Willie Sneed's not going to cut it. You need you need a, a guy. I was surprised they didn't sign A.B. Like they In the offseason, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to get A.B., we're going to get A.B., that didn't happen. He's sitting at home still, so that would have been a perfect fit for me in that division. He knows how to he knows how to play in that division. He's from Pittsburgh, so he's he's used to playing against those guys, playing in cold weather, all of that. So that would have been a perfect signing for them because they they can't rely on running the ball. Lamar Jackson's gonna end up taking too many hits, and he's gonna end up getting hurt. We don't want him to be another RG three because you know RG three had that same potential coming in, that same hype, and he tore his ACL from running the ball too much. So. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, all around though they look, they still look like the defending champions. I, I said um a few weeks ago I had the Chiefs and the Bucks in the Super Bowl, and I'm still sticking to that. I know the Bucks didn't look too good week one, but these past couple of weeks they've been looking uh they've been looking pretty good on offense. Seattle's actually surprised me the most though. I didn't I didn't expect them to be looking so dynamic on offense. I I've seen this from Russell Wilson before. But not to this extent. He he's putting up some MVP numbers right now. He's got to be the the front runner for MVP. Hundred um, percent. I tell you this yeah, though. Mine. I my pay y'all look out Sunday. We play the Chiefs. The Patriots and the Chiefs play on Sunday. Where's that I'm game? Because the Patriots are are fourth and goal away from being three and out. So that's a fact. That's a fact. I'm interested to see kind of what Bill Belichick does. Um, how we can control because it's it's gonna be fun though. I. I I just people try to tell me the Patriots are gonna tank, and I told them you're crazy. So, and this is a bad. And our defense is missing key pieces, and we're missing key pieces on offense. So, it's gonna be interesting to see where, um, how, how we play against the Chiefs and kind of where where we rank ourselves at. People being disrespectful to Cam, man. We we said this on the podcast during the quarantine months ago. Like, why is he still a free agent, a former MVP that got the numbers, he has the credentials. <laughs> Been to the Super Bowl, and he's sitting at home because of what he had a, a injury bug. Couple last two three years, people acting like you can't get healthy and still put up those numbers. He's he's on a mission. It's gonna be scary for that whole uh for the whole AFC. The Patriots are definitely in dark horse. And then Bill Belichick together, boy. Right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you guys basically touched on everything that I've heard. You know, or just seen in passing. You know, uh, it, it, my 
my birds, you know, my my eagles. I believe, I believe, I believe this is that season where we can just kind of hang it up. Y'all yeah, can so still win the big. division, Malcolm. That's how bad your division is. You 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 look at our damn you you look at our damn record right now, and you probably look at the rest of this schedule, and you and and you look at our injury report. I bet you would not, Rob. There, there's no way. I I got faith in my birds. I do, but I don't at the same time because it's the same thing every year. It's always it's always one one part of the team, either the offense or the defense. Somebody ain't doing the job. And some, and, and and then also it trickles down to the coach. Peterson's not calling anything that's aggressive. He's being conservative. He's being vanilla. Everything is the same. Everybody knows what you're doing. There's no wrinkle anymore. Carson Wentz he holds on the ball for years, you know. Then he tries to run and throw the ball instead of just throwing it out of bounds or just taking off and getting the first down. There's been so many plays where he can convert a second and a second and medium. By just running the ball, then he'll just make some stupid play. He either fumbles it or he throws an interception. At this point, when Peterson said he's not benching Wentz, and he and he said that that was uh, was a little too harsh to think that early. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, because you, 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 you aren't showing that you're a Super Bowl coach right now. This doesn't look like a former Super Bowl team. It just doesn't right. look like. Like you, we, we have this. We we virtually have the literally the same players that won the Super Bowl with us, aside from a couple guys that have gotten kicked out during this off season, you know. But the main the, the main key players, everybody's still here. I don't get it. I I I feel like the Wentz magic and also us getting rid of Foles, not having us. Uh, I was uh, just about to say that, Mount, because you know, at the end of the day, Nick Foles was the one carrying y'all that year. Carson Wentz was hurt, so. I feel like he hasn't been the same since injury. If he loses one or two more games and they don't get a W in these next two weeks, man, it's time to look at Jalen Hurts. I I said that honestly, uh, week two, because I I I was I was highly disappointed. I mean, we're 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 depleted on the offensive line. You know, we just we 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 have a lot of we, like I told Brendan before we started, we have a lot of issues and no answers. You know, and we, like today we got a notification. There's there was one there was one receiver that practiced today. That was that was that was fully able to practice. One, right? Never seen one receiver practice on a whole fifty three man roster. One receiver is able to practice. It's a joke. It doesn't make any sense. And um, let me see. We talking about uh, fool. My mama's been happy about the Raiders. She she's all right. You know the Raiders aren't too bad. I, I, I want to see what Derek Carr can do this year. I, I, I want to see what he's made of. Um, I want to see what he can do. Oh, what are we talking about here? What we got? What we got? Chiefs. Uh, at first, I, I, I'll admit, I'll admit, I wasn't too sold on the Chiefs after the first game. And I, I'm a guy that just I, I, I overreact sometimes. I do. I know. I admitted it. But Mahomes has proved me wrong time and time again. <laughs> Sman Sman Mahomes is really just like that. And he like like you said, PV showing that they show they're showing why they're the defending champions. You know, it's right. it's hard to count it's hard to count them out. And and uh them them against New England, that'll be a that'll be a good uh that'll be a good showing for both quarterbacks for Cam and uh Mahomes. Now now if Cam can pull out a victory, 
there there should be no more slander on Cam Newton. Everybody that said it, everybody that said anything wrong about this man or doubted him. Apologize. It's 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 respected because he was out for a year. But if it's if it's if if it's coming off as hate, you 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 gotta you gotta apologize because the man is, is is showing you that he still got it. He hasn't left. He just needed he need to be around a team, around an organization that trusted him. And I don't feel like I feel like Carolina had the most trust in Cam Newton. And it showed because they didn't get him any help until two years ago when they just drafted McCaffrey and he was a rookie when Cam was there. So he couldn't really develop anything with him. They were too busy trying to worry about Devin Funches and Ted Ginn all the time. Like, how can you how, how can Cam compete with that? But he did enough when he went to the Super Bowl. He he he, he lost. But you know, Cam Newton is is, is a Super Bowl playing quarterback. Right. It's showing right here that he that he's doing that. And uh he he's staying in the pocket. He's 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 uh composed. This is a this is a this is a very uh very, very much, uh, very much inspired Cam Newton. We're seeing right now. Right, and if the season ended today, he'd be leading the team in rushing and passing. Say that one more time. I said, if the season ended today, he would be leading their team in rushing and passing. That shows you how valuable he still is. Yeah. yeah. At this age, Cam Newton still be able to run, and and he's not taking off like he was before. Because right now, right now, he ain't moving too fast, but he's definitely getting out of there. He's definitely uh, still mobile. You know, right. Being smart, he's sliding. He, you, 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 you can tell. Also, it, 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 it's an inspired cam, but it's also more mature cam. Right. You know, he's he's ready for the big moments now, and I feel like him being with being with the organization like the Patriots, it's going to humble him a little bit. You know. Um, also, real quick, just, I'm, I'm jumping back and forth. Just some things I've seen so far. I like the I like the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's playing okay. You know, just if if they can. Do a little something with the defense. Um, they, they're, they're not, I'm not saying they're gonna burst some burst some bubbles here, but that boy, that boy's fast. Like that, that boy got some speed. Yeah, he's quick with it. That dead leg he did against the against the skins or 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 the football team. Excuse me. I'm like, oh my god, what you all did killing these boys out here? And it's like look, looking at him now is kind of. Kind of makes me wonder what if he would actually went to go play baseball instead of football. Yeah, it'd have been a, it'd have been a huge mistake, without a doubt. That's going to be that's going to be interesting. Um, just quick things. Uh, PV, we were talking about the uh, Texans. Y'all, y'all didn't get Earl Thomas. Um, I right. can see why. Honestly, he's he he's a locker room guy. He he he, he like he's a great 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 player. But he's he's a locker room issue. I feel like, you know, I don't think they wanted to bring that into Houston with with the fact that y'all haven't won a game yet as well. I don't think that's just good to uh, good to bring him in, right? Yeah. Um. What else we got? The Steelers and the Titans. Really quick. This will this will probably this will be our last one. Um. The Steelers and Titans game was postponed due to uh, the COVID tests and everything. There was a couple of players on the Titans, if I'm not mistaken, that came up positive, or the Vikings. It was Titans. They have four players confirmed as of today. Yep. Okay. So um, they had canceled the that canceled. They had postponed the game, and uh, 
this is a start to what some people have thought was going to be inevitable. Some or some people think that the season won't continue um, because there may be an outbreak in COVID cases. I'm a little on the fence about it. I don't really know. Uh, I feel like they'll be okay, but there's always that chance of something may go wrong. You know, so I just – I. I hope the NFL uh, jumps on it. Uh, I, I, they, they sent an update to our phone from Bleacher Report. They said that they uh, have updated uh, or modified some things to the to the, uh, to the the rules of the COVID um, protocol and everything. So we'll see, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, some, Steelers, some Steelers players are concerned, um, but none, none that we, we wouldn't have uh, – none, none that are surprising, you know. So, yeah, you guys want to talk about that, or it's kind of just cutting dry. I mean, nah, pretty much cut some, yeah. somebody on the Titans messed up. I don't know. We don't know what happened. Um, the NFL is trying to get a handle on it now. So, a lot of people are finding it a little suspect how all of a sudden now there's a pop, there are positive tests. So, you know, the truth sometimes comes to light, sometimes it doesn't. So we just we got to kind of see going forward what they're gonna do, um, with the with the tests and things like that. Um, speaking of COVID, uh, coaches were uh fined hefty over the past couple weeks for the the mask. We all knew this was probably. I mean, I, I figured this was going to happen because once you get into once you get into the midst of the game, you ain't really think about that mask. You just trying to get get the calls out of there. You ain't really think about the mask. So they they're just trying to nip that in the bud. But um. See that? I mean, it's a big deal because we're in the, uh, the pandemic we are in right now. But you know, he's, he's just gonna he's gonna sign them checks away. It's not that big of a deal. Um, with that being said, that is actually all we got. That's all we got for this week. Uh, again, we appreciate you guys tuning in for another week of Let's Talk Ball. Um, PV Bray, you guys want to sign off? That's all. That's all I got. I'm really just looking down in the notes. That's really all we got. Yeah. Um. We appreciate the support as always. I apologize for um for you know being late today to today's episode and then the past couple of weeks I've been I've been doing a lot of stuff. So I I, I appreciate the uh, the support and I appreciate you guys understanding that I have some stuff going on. But I've definitely forward each and every Thursday we coming back with new content. Okay, okay. Brendan, you good to go, brother? Oh, um, man, I think we lost Brendan right on the end. Well, uh, I'll, I'll speak for uh, I'll speak for B real quick. Uh, and I speak for him, just say something on him. Uh, most recently, Brendan was uh, given the opportunity, or he has the chance and opportunity to train some uh, NBA players, guys that came from uh, UVA. Uh, Devin Hall, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, PV. Do you know the guy's name? I can't remember off the top of my head. I forget off the top of my head as well. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, it was uh, no, definite, definitely uh, a big move for Brendan. We're happy for him. We're uh, <laughs> hoping he gets more opportunities like this because this is big for him. You know, yeah, so, most definitely. You know, so we are. We always uh, we try and. Well, from now on, if we got some things going on in our life, we'll throw it out there. You know, shout each other out. Right. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, since Brendan's back right now, hey, Brendan, go ahead, uh, bro. Let, let him know about your uh, 
you who you training right now? I, I just threw that out there. Well, I've been you, to uh, a couple workouts, training. but it's uh Ty Jerome and Devin um Devin Ty Hall from UVA. So I'm close to Charlottesville. So just connected with a trainer. I've been to a couple workouts with my schedule. So been doing that and just kind of grinding and just you know taking it day by day and things like that. So you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, with that being said, you guys, like we always say, appreciate you uh, tuning in. More content coming soon. Please, oh, follow us on Twitter at Let's Talk Ball 3. Let's Talk Ball 3. Follow us on Twitter and 